Welcome to Dog Save the People, a podcast about how dogs make our lives better. My name is John Bartlett, and I'm your host. Carly Clardy was struggling with mental health issues, even to the point that she left work in order to care for herself. Along comes Luna to the rescue. Luna the Lurcher is an unusual and beautiful-looking dog who helped Carly reconnect with the outside world. Through their daily walks in the countryside of England and through Luna's caring presence, Carly has found a new lease on life and can't imagine life now without her hairy sidekick. Carly, thank you so much for joining us today on Dog Save the People. We're thrilled to have you. Cool. Thank you so much. It's great to be speaking to you. Where are we talking to you from? From Kent in England. I live just outside of London, but I'm in the countryside. (laughs) Oh, nice. How far outside of the city are you? I think about 15 miles from central London. It's technically still commutable, so not far, but um, I'm surrounded by farmer's fields and lush greenery. Oh, beautiful. (laughs) Yeah. Beautiful. And is that where you're from originally? Um, No, it's where my partner's from. Okay. I was actually born in London and I always lived in very central, well, not very central, but quite central London. I only moved out here to live with him and at first... Uh, it wasn't quite my thing, but now I really uh-huh. appreciate it. And I really appreciate the nature and the space and everything I have and yes. not being so on top of other people. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's funny because I was just walking here to do the podcast through New York City. And while I love New York, there's this part of me that wonders what it would be like to be living outside of the city. And I love nature. I love connecting with nature and I love what it does to my dogs. Mm, Um, everything about my dog's personalities change when we are outside of the city. And sometimes (laughs) I feel bad because I have three dogs and we're living in a New York apartment and they become different people, so to speak, when we get outside (laughs) the city. So good for you. Yeah, it's nice. Now, Carly, did you grow up with dogs? Did you grow up having a dog? No, I grew up begging for a dog. (laughs) Any chance I could get, I was begging my mum for a dog. I always wanted a dog. But my mum was a single parent raising me and my brother, and she was just always like, no, like money or time or something. But, yeah, I was just constantly hounding her, excuse the pun, (laughs) for a dog. No, I know, and that's a lot. I mean, it is. It's a a huge responsibility, especially for a single parent, because they end up having to take care of the dog. Yeah, that's what she always said. She was like, I'll be the one taking care of it. I was like, no, but (laughs) children, you know, they're fickle. (laughs) And so you ended up getting Luna, and that's fairly recently. Yes, I got Luna two years ago, and kind of the decision to finally get a dog, like kind of from the point I made that decision to actually getting Luna was 48 hours Oh, wow. Um, Yeah. Tell me about it. (laughs) Um, So my partner used to work in a photography studio and they moved buildings and a rule for the new building was that it was dog friendly. So I went back to the way I was as a child, which was just, I want a dog. I want a dog. Can we please get a dog? And I would constantly talk about it. And then I actually got signed off of work by the doctors for mental health reasons, like from my own work. Mm -hmm. And at first, I didn't really know what was going on. Initially, I was told I'd possibly be off for about two months. And I was talking to my partner and he just said, why don't you get a dog? Like, you've always wanted to get a dog. You could now actually have one, obviously, because you kind of need to settle them into the house and have some time off work for that. He was like, it works perfectly. 
this was on maybe a Thursday and then on the Saturday we went so it was a very long day. We actually started really early. Um, I booked a couple of appointments to go see dogs and I wanted a lurcher and they are farm dogs. And every time I saw a puppy, I was like, I want this one. I would be holding the puppy and my boyfriend was like <laughs> taking the puppies away from me and going, no, 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 no. We're not making a decision. We're going to go view all the dogs today. We're going to sleep on Smart it guy. and we'll come back tomorrow. Yeah. And then when we were on the way home, because we were driving around, so all the, the whole time we were driving around, I was looking for more dogs on my phone, like on the internet, right. constantly looking. And then I was like, oh, I was like, this one looks adorable. It was a terrible, blurry, strange little picture of Lena. And I was like, this one looks adorable. It's on the way home. Can we please go see her? They've said that we can go see her. And we went there, and she was with two of her brothers and all three of them came running out of their little cage jumping up at us and then um luna just walked off she sniffed us jumped up and walked off and we were like oh she's weird we like her and (laughs) and then my partner was just knelt down on the floor with her playing with her and he just turns around looks at me and i just went we're taking her home today aren't we and he was like yeah and um so yeah, out the window, the whole sleeping on it and coming back tomorrow just didn't matter anymore. As soon as we met Lena, we were like, this is our dog. Like, just give her to oh us now. God. Oh, it was like the most magical thing, just taking her. And she just trotted out of the house with us and like got into our car. And she was so calm. I was like, wow. Like, it just felt wow. like a big connection. From the get-go. Yeah. Yeah, it felt really perfect and real. Oh, isn't that amazing? And how old was she when you got her? She was 16 weeks. Okay. So please tell me about her breed again, the lurcher. Okay, yeah. So I didn't realize until we started her Instagram account that this isn't a known breed outside of the UK. Right. So a lurcher is a sight hound that's bred with a working dog to basically make a good farm hand, which is a fast and intelligent dog. So Mm -hmm. they hope that they get the best of both breeds. Luna is kind of like a large whippet. We don't actually know for sure. I think both of her parents were lurchers as well, that it's most likely border collie. And I think that's where she gets the white and the brown coloring from. Right. Yeah. And her markings, and we're going to tell people (laughs) where to see, where to experience Luna on Instagram, but her markings are so unusual. Is that usual for the breed or she's very... She's very unusual. Um, her brothers didn't have it that we saw. I've never seen another dog at all, or not a lurcher either, with that marking. It's actually quite unusual for her to have that colouring as well. I haven't met another whippet or lurcher with the liver, like the strong brown and the white, and then the gold eyes as well. So. Oh my God, I know the eyes. Are just, <laughs> they're like hypnotizing. Yes, they are. And I think she knows it as well. <laughs> So can we just go back a little bit? So you were mentioning that you were having some issues that brought you to a place where you're taking time off work for your mental health. For my mental health, yeah. Did you have any idea kind of how getting a dog might affect this? Did you have any thoughts about that before you started thinking about getting Luna? No, not at all. Mm -hmm. I did not put the two things together. It was just, I'm signed off for my mental health. I've always wanted a dog that's it. I did not realize everything it would do for me. Yeah. And so can you tell me a little bit about how she has affected your mental health and how she's affected your wellness? Yeah. So from the get go, she had a massive impact because she wasn't 
toilet trained. <laughs> so I was off work, very stressed. And before I had Luna, I wasn't leaving the house that much in the few weeks right. that I was off just for anxiety and stress. And generally I didn't want to, but sure. um, Luna wasn't house trained. She had to go out about 10 times a day. And at the time I was fortunate enough to live in a place with like a very large gardens. Um, so I was outside like nearly 10 times a day which I wasn't used to in winter because yeah. I got her in January and then yeah. obviously taking her out for walks. And basically what she did immediately was help me forget about myself and stop being so insular because I had to get up and feed her every day, even when I didn't feel like feeding myself. And I had to take her for a walk, even when I didn't feel like going outside. And even if it wasn't just a regular dog walk, I had to take her outside just so she could pee. So I was yeah. kind of constantly doing something. And then obviously the love that a dog gives you, that just helps so much when you just feel at your lowest point and this silly little puppy just kind of comes climbing on you, dollops itself down and then falls asleep. And you just feel like a radiation of warmth and love. And it's just like, oh, this is just so perfect, even though nothing's happened. <laughs> it's just amazing. Oh, that's a beautiful story. And I do, I totally relate to that because I lost my spouse a couple of years ago and I have three dogs and a couple of things happen. I mean, first of all, I've had dogs for many years and they have always brought me out of myself. They bring us out of our whole self-centeredness and we have to show up for them. They kept me honest. They got me up every morning. I was in a very, I was having a very difficult time a lot of grief, a lot of depression, a lot of sadness. And while I was working on this, they would just kind of wake up and wag their tails. And yeah. actually one of them's <laughs> tails was so strong that it actually woke me up in the morning. Right. <laughs> a dog's tail wagging in the morning is like the best alarm clock ever. Yeah. Yeah. But they kept me honest and they kept me kind of getting up every day and getting out of the house. Yeah. And once you're out of the house, everything feels brighter. You get a different perspective. Yeah. It makes such a difference. I don't think I'd have got better as quick as I did without her. I think she really made that happen, even though she has obviously no idea. <laughs> yeah. They don't have any idea, but I think it's just, it's in their nature. And the connection that we have, yeah. that humans have with their dogs is just, it's something that is really hard to describe until you feel it yourself. Yeah, I, I always knew I wanted a dog, but I didn't know how little I knew about the relationship between an owner and their dog until I got her. Yeah. Like, I don't think I understood anything. But yeah, it's lovely. Yes. Oh, good for you. I'm so happy for you. So how long <laughs> have you had Luna now? Just gone two years. Yeah, because we got in January two years ago. And I have to say, you're very brave for getting a dog in the middle of winter because that's always that they always yeah. caution people saying, oh, if you're going to get a dog, do not get it during the winter because for the exact reasons that you in many ways did get the dog, you have to go outside all the time. And yet <laughs> I think it's a perfect time because I actually I love January is such a time of renewal and an opportunity mm. for change. And so in a way, it was a perfect time. I think I appreciate the seasons a lot more now with a dog than before. I would just hibernate over winter and I would rarely go out yes. and stuff. Whereas now I'm kind of like, oh, it's sunny. Yes, it might be like two degrees Celsius. But just kind of like, I'll just wrap up warm, go for a walk with her, let her run around. And I'll be like, this is actually quite nice. Like, <laughs> you can yeah. go out when it's not 20 degrees. It's okay. <laughs> Absolutely. And does Luna, does she need clothing or does she need coats, dog coats when she's out in the cold like that? 
she does she has a fluffy jumper that she wears in the house because mm-hmm. she does get a bit chilly um uh-huh. and when we go out she does she has a jacket it's like a rain jacket with a bit of um fleece inside but right. to be honest um she zooms around so much she's never on the lead i put her on the lead to walk her i'm not very good at measuring distance but not very far it's like a 10 second walk into the field and then i let her off and we walk through fields so she zooms around and she probably gets like more than a kilometer away from me running around in circles in this farmer's field he probably doesn't like it if he saw her but (laughs) she just kind of goes for it i think she keeps herself warm oh it's i love i mean the pictures that i've seen of her and the videos that yeah. you've taken on Instagram, <laughs> the ones that she's kind of flying through the air. Is that in this field? Yes, yes. Oh, do you mean the ones where she's jumping up in the corn? Yes. Or Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, I love it when the corn – oh, no, sorry, it's rapeseed. I love it when the rapeseed goes through and then she just disappears in there. And I have no idea where she is, but it's like signs, you know, the M. Night Shyamalan yeah. movie, where yes, just things exactly. are shaking at a distance and you're like, oh. Oh, wait, where are they? She's over there, sort of thing. It's really fun. Just to let her be a dog. It's nice. Yeah. Also, she absolutely hates cameras. So Really? Yeah. She really doesn't like cameras. If you get your phone out or if you get the camera out, she'll tilt her head away unless you get a candid one where she's doing something, which is why most of the time our shots are kind of like action shots or something. Oh, I love it. It makes her that much more special. Yeah. She's just a real dog, just being a dog. And we can't get us to do anything else. <laughs> I love it. Now, you had mentioned earlier how Luna is super empathetic. Yes. And that if somebody's crying, she really, she responds to these people. Can you describe that? If you cry in front of her, like genuinely cry, or even if you just make a whimpering sound, she will do her very best to get right into your face and she will lick your tears and she will just keep licking your face and she will try and climb over your head she's not a small dog but she will just be on top of you and just trying to soothe you and calm you down and lick your tears away yeah it's something that she's always done which is amazing for me and it's always been like very helpful (laughs) and lovely yes absolutely um, recently had a friend round that was going through quite a bad breakup and she was Mm -hmm. sitting on my sofa crying and Luna was Mm -hmm. just climbing all over her but she was trying to talk at the same time and she was like Mm -hmm. she keeps getting her tongue in my mouth (laughs) I was like like, okay sorry Luna not all the time um (laughs) but yeah I love it oh that's beautiful one of my dogs it's not every dog but I have one dog that is very much like that and he really just he can tell when my mood has changed and when I'm just kind of like when I'm not having a great day and it's really the tongue in the mouth too, that is just like, Oh my God, he's like a total personal space invader, but it (laughs) totally makes me laugh. And he just has this gift that he has no idea that he has about just Mm. bringing me back out of myself. And again, out of my own thoughts and depression sometimes it's really, it's uncanny. Yeah. When it happens, I just think, I wonder what she thinks she's doing. Because, Mm -hmm. like you said, it really makes me laugh as well. Like, when she's climbing on me and licking my face a lot, I do just end up laughing. Like, cry laughing and then ended up just pure laughter. But I sometimes wonder, like, maybe she thinks I'm just being really annoying. And she's just in my face being like, stop it. Stop it now. Stop crying. (laughs) Does she know she's doing this beautiful thing? Or does she really like salt? I have no idea. 
Oh, yeah, that could be it too. <laughs> so living in Kent, you mentioned that it's much more rural, more farmland. Um, Has uh, Luna spent any time in the city? Yes. So when I first had her, for the first couple of months, I was living in southeast London. I was still mm-hmm. living in a fairly green part of London. I was quite near a large park, but she grew up sort of thing like in the city so she was always on the lead and we'd always walk through the streets and stuff like that so she's and I've brought her into central London a few times on the train yeah and she's kind of okay with it but um I think I find it more annoying than she does like having her there (laughs) because she's just being able to do whatever she wants and go sniff something if she wants to wander over there see another dog if there's one there whereas when you're in the city and people are trying to get up and down the street obviously you have to be more like no no walk in a straight line right (laughs) (laughs) she doesn't get that exactly no it's true city dogs it's a very different vibe yeah and she likes other dogs Yes, she loves other dogs. I swear she would just go home with another dog if she saw uh-huh. one. Yeah. She will. And the annoying thing is she's so fast and she's got great eyes that she will see someone from about a kilometre away or she'll see a dog from about a kilometre away and she'll be gone. And then I'll be like calling her back and blowing a whistle and stuff. And then I'll just have to try and yell out to the person like, she's friendly. Like, <laughs> she's just going to bug your dog for a while. She just yes. she'll do anything to play anything to make a friend she's never had a bad experience with a dog fortunately oh that's great she does kind of shy away basically sprint to any dog she sees and then if she gets yeah. bad vibes she'll stop short of about 10 feet and circle them yeah. and then just like watch them and kind of try and suss it out and stuff but interesting. yeah interesting now would you ever think about getting another dog as a sibling for her yes I really want one, but my partner says no. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think she needs a friend. I know that's always a bone of contention when there's two humans in a house because mm. it doesn't always turn out great. But I think for the dog, they just love it. It's like, it's their people. Now, where did the name Luna come from? It actually came from her face, sort of. So before we actually realized how special her markings were, we did notice that they were unusual. And... um My boyfriend wanted her name to be space-themed because he really likes space. I said she looked like a Mexican wrestler with the mask on. We were walking through the field with her one day and just naming constellations and planets. And then originally her name was Luna with an R on the end. I dropped the R because I thought it just looked odd. But yeah, so that's where her name came from. But now I constantly get asked if I named her after the character from Harry Potter. And every other day I meet at least three dogs called Luna. So we have a big, beautiful story, but it doesn't really mean a lot right now. It's just the name. That's okay. Oh, I think it's lovely. I think it's lovely. And as far as Luna goes and your life now, how, I mean, we've been talking about this all along, but how does it feel different to you? Like, could you have ever imagined your life now without Luna? No. And I say it to my partner all the time our two-year anniversary of having her, I was like, can you imagine what the last two years would have been like without her? I genuinely think that my depression, my bad part of my depression would have lasted a lot longer. And I think I wouldn't be as appreciative of, well, life and nature and the world without her. On a normal day when I'm feeling neither here nor there, not particularly happy, not particularly sad, just a regular day, and I take her out and I go into the field and she's just wandering around sniffing or running, it just makes me feel really connected to something. 
and to the world and I'm just kind of like ah she's just being a dog and she's just living her experience and she's appreciating everything around her and it kind of sparks me into that and then I'm kind of like oh well I'm so happy I'm here and I'm just (laughs) in this field with my dog just watching her and actually it is a really sunny day and this is really nice and 20 minutes ago I was feeling a bit lazy about this walk and I think I I just do a lot more and I think I do a lot more outside because of her even when she's not with me I think I'm just happier being outside generally I think I'm more used to the cold (laughs) yeah I totally get it and just seeing the world through their eyes and when I do take my dog when I am out in the country and I take them out on a hike or in the woods your own senses are so heightened and they just they bring they kind of help pull you again as I said before out of yourself but into a much larger perspective and an awareness that there's so much to look at in the world and Luna and other dogs, they're part of that. They are nature, you know, and they're part of nature and we're so cut off as humans. And I I think that they really do help us bring us back to our own sense of our natural self. So I think I'm just so happy (laughs) for you. And I really am excited to hear more about your journey that's coming up this summer. I think that's just um, incredible. Amazing. And Luna will probably charm everybody that she meets. And what a lovely journey it sounds like. Yes, she is very charming. And I think she knows it as well. Seriously, she runs up to people that she sees out in a proper, (laughs) you can tell by every part of her body, she's running up thinking, pet me, pet me. And if they don't, she just kind of (laughs) stares at them like, I don't understand what's happening. Uh, (laughs) She's just so loving. Oh, that's great. So Carly, where can we find, where can we see more of Luna? So Luna only has an Instagram account. We haven't kind of branched out into anything else yet, Mm -hmm. but she is at Luna underscore the Lurcher on Instagram. And I really encourage people to follow Luna the Lurcher because again, she's very otherworldly the way that she looks. Yeah. The funny thing is actually a lot of people say that she looks quite moody. Because um, she's got quite intense eyes, so mm-hmm. she looks very much like a very intense, grumpy dog. But in person, she's just the goofiest, happiest, bouncy thing. Well, Carly, it was such a pleasure speaking with you. I really appreciate you taking the time to talk to us. I'm happy to. All right. Thank you so much, Carly. We'll talk soon. Hearing about Luna's ability to help Carly heal from her depression was really powerful and illustrates how dogs help us get out of our own heads and out of the house as well. Luna helped Carly reconnect with her world again in a way that only a canine companion can. And I loved hearing how Luna will lick someone until they feel better when she sensed that they were sad. Thank you for listening to this episode of Dog Save the People, a podcast about how dogs make our lives better. This show is a production of As It Should Be, content studio and it's made with the support of our producer and editor jack summer special thanks to our composer and neighbor daniel lampert for creating the music for the show i hope you enjoyed the episode you can subscribe to dog save the people on apple podcasts spotify or wherever you get your podcasts if you like the show please leave a review or rating New episodes come out every Tuesday, so see you next week for another episode from Dog Save the People. You can also check out the Tiny Tim Rescue Fund, my foundation, at johnbartlettny.com. Enjoy a walk with your dog and make it a great day for both of you.